This is Boiler Doubt's QuickCast. doing today? I just found out. Sasha Stefanovich does not want to be like you. Let's talk about it. Mom, thanks for watching. So I hope you're doing well. I'm recording this right now at just before noon on Wednesday, this afternoon, not this evening really, this afternoon. Purdue will play Minnesota at 5 p.m. Eastern time. That's 4 p.m. up in Minneapolis. Uh, Purdue is safely there. That's good news. Last time they traveled, of course, they went to Maryland and had some uh, travel problems, uh, had to turn the plane around, come back, had some hydraulic issues, landed the plane, got on a different plane, and headed out to Maryland. Their last game, though, they beat Northwestern, uh, even in spite of the fact that Travion Williams was in foul trouble for much of the game, and Sasha Stefanovic hadn't really gotten to rhythm. Much of the reason they were able to win was because of uh, Jaden Ivey's uh, 20-point game. He looked awesome. He looked explosive. Um, he still is not that great of a three-point shooter. I, I know he won the Ohio State game with a three, but I also know he does struggle from deep. Um, but this is kind of the thing with youth, right? They're not quite sure what they are yet. They're growing into something new. These guys are figuring things out all the time. I think um, the good news is Ivy is taking smarter threes when they're when they're trying to take the drive away from him. He tries to keep them honest and take threes. He's not forcing things as much as he was a couple day, uh, games ago, and and he is making um, some pretty good decisions when teams decide to double team. He he was dumping the ball in, and that's a big uh, maturation point. It's great to see. Today's quick cast is brought to you by Martin Vintage. And are boiled at checkout. MartinVintage.com. So let me tell you what I'm referencing about Sasa Stefanovic not wanting to be like you and I. Um, if you got to watch some of the press conferences this week, uh, you saw Sasha Stefanovic talk about his time off uh, during COVID, his time in isolation. He said he was about, uh, I think he said 10 days all by himself, which is really, really tough mentally. Many of you guys have gone through that. Uh, if you're watching this, glad you're doing well. And um, same with Sasha. It sounds like he had symptoms for a couple days, and then he was over it, and then he was just trying to get out of it. But during that time, he watched a lot of basketball. He watched a lot of Purdue basketball, watched other college basketball, watched other Big Ten basketball. And one of the things he said that was so frustrating is that as he watches the action, meaning the setups, the plays, the things like that, uh, as his boilers were playing, he knew what was happening. It's a little bit different than being on the court. He saw the game differently. And he got extremely frustrated uh, not being able to help out. And he said, it's not fun being in the position as a fan and being completely out of control. Maybe some of you can empathize. I know I can. He said also he was yelling at the screen uh, in frustration, which I can definitely um, empathize with. Uh, I have a struggle with, <laughs> with that. I get a little angry when watching a game. Maybe you're like me. Um, I don't know if Sasha loves watching uh, Bo... Uh, Borowski officiate games, but that's a big struggle of mine just by itself. 
So Purdue's going to play Minnesota tonight. Minnesota's on a little bit of a, a rough stretch of their of their season, um, of their last eight games. They've lost five. They won their last game versus Nebraska. The weird game in that last eight really is the um, the win over Michigan. If you look back, they were absolutely throttled by Michigan. Then I think they played them again two days later, an unusual wrinkle in the schedule, and maybe not. It was close, maybe two or three days later. So Michigan at one point was up by 40-something points versus Minnesota the first time. The next time, Minnesota wins by almost 20. It didn't make much sense, and, and that's kind of how college basketball is this season. I think for tonight, Purdue's in a pretty good position. Uh, Ken Palm has the game as a toss-up, as a uh, pretty much a 71-70 win for uh, the Golden Gophers. I feel pretty good about this one going in. Uh, the reason I feel pretty good about it is multiple reasons. Number one, I think Sasha will get back into his groove. I think he's due for a 10 to 15 point game, a solid, uh, you know, outing. And if he plays well and Travion isn't in foul trouble the entire game like he was last time, which I, I don't think he will be, even if he is, right? He's gotten better at dealing with foul trouble. And so I feel pretty good about that. And then on top of that, you have, of course, Ivy and uh, Newman, who have been playing lights-out basketball. Gillis quietly just keeps going along. Last game, he was 3-for-3 three three from three-point range, which is an incredible thing for a guy who really, I think, as Purdue fans, we think of him as a you know guy who's scratching and clawing for rebounds, kind of being in the right place at the right time. But he can also shoot the ball, and he's pretty confident in his ability to shoot. And a couple of those threes, especially versus Northwestern, were really, really important. <laughs> Check out AJ's. They got 20 beers on tap. And when you are in West Lafayette, you know where to go for Boiled Sports' favorite burger. That's AJ's. EatAJ's.com. As we look ahead in the season, you've got games at Minnesota versus Michigan State, at Nebraska, at Penn State versus Wisconsin, and versus IU before the Big Ten tournament. Uh, That's... uh, I'd say if you want to, I think we can call this the home stretch. If not, we're very close. Maybe the home stretch will be uh, the final five games, which would be right after this Minnesota game. Uh, Purdue has another unusually long break. Um, I guess I can't keep saying things are unusual because everything's unusual this season, so unusual is the norm. So after a pretty decent break between uh, you know Saturday to Thursday game, now they've got Minnesota, and then they don't play again until Tuesday. So no game this weekend uh, after the Minnesota game. Purdue's in pretty decent situation in the Big Ten standings. Sasha talked about how he thought when he watched this team practice together this summer, he thought they had kind of the juice to compete for a Big Ten title. Of course, Michigan is way ahead in that race uh, in the uh, – uh, Purdue is fifth in the Big Ten right now. Michigan's way out in front. I don't think anybody's going to catch them for multiple reasons, but one is I don't even know if they're going to play anymore. Um, the state of Michigan has kind of taken that out of their hands as they put a massive pause on their uh, basketball program. According to this, this is oh, it's days ago, but it says Michigan's pause was extended four days ago. So um, who knows Michigan will play again, but Michigan is really sitting atop league with just one loss one loss in conference one loss overall and um, that one loss of course is to Minnesota which is pretty odd I I think one thing that you're you're not going to see tonight I I just think I have a hard time believing um, that Purdue can hold Carr in check for the entire game like they did last time of course 
Eric Hunter did a masterful job at that. Um, I think Painter and uh, Purdue will try to do something similar because it works so well. But another thing I don't think you'll see, I don't think you'll see Purdue play a, a half of basketball that's as bad as they did versus Minnesota last game. Um, they uh, Remember, that first half was pretty flat-out rotten, and then it took uh, them getting into rhythm, and then they just kind of blew the doors off of Minnesota with a really, really good effort in the second half. But I'm excited about the game. Hope you are too. Get a Purdue great or get one with one of the military branches on there from your friends and family or even another school. They have some other licenses. You know there's only one school that matters to us, though, here. GridironMetalworks.com. Our pals, Purdue people. It looks like um, there's a lot of reasons to be hopeful and optimistic and uh, I am excited the way things are shaping up. The NCAA tournament has started releasing schedules, or I think they've completely released the schedule at this point. Purdue will host two of the play-in, two of the play-in games, I believe, or maybe just one of the play-in games. Uh, but they're definitely hosting a play-in game, and then they're hosting a first-round game. It's pretty darn fun. And um, there may even be some fans in the arenas and... Uh, let me know in the comments if you would go to a game at the in the NCAA tournament. If your Boilers uh, uh, get to host a, uh, a tournament game and, uh, and IU is playing in Mackey Arena in the play-in game, would you want to go see that? I'd like to go see that. Maybe cheer against the Hoosiers. That'd be fun. But if you look at the state of Indiana right now, if you look at the way everybody stands, it looks like IU still has some work. I think Purdue's in decent shape. I don't think it's over yet for them getting in the tournament. IU, of course, swept Iowa uh, this season, which is incredible uh, because they've struggled at other times. But Purdue has has kind of turned it on the last few weeks and looks like they're in great shape for, I'd say, a uh, five or six seed for the NCAA tournament if they kind of continue the path they're on. Thanks for tuning in today. Have a great day. God bless you. And hammer down. We'll talk to you. Thanks for tuning in to the Boiled Sports Podcast Network. Boiled Sports. BS all the time.